Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Praise Hallelujah. God. Glory to God. Hey, Jesse, uh, you remember what New Year used to be like? Hung over so bad you couldn't, couldn't find your head, man. <laughs> Most of the things I didn't remember. No. <laughs> I was that drunk. I was oh, that but think about it. Think about Today. it. Hallelujah. Get drunk on the spirit. Oh, Wake up the next morning Ooh. and I'm still feeling good. <laughs> and feeling better Yes, every day. yes, yes, yes. God. God bless you, dear heart. We're so glad you're with us today. And then let me pray for you because a bunch of you are making some New Year's resolutions today. And, 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 that, and there's nothing wrong with that because you, you have on your mind this proves that you know there's things need to be changed. That's right. Now, most of them don't last. Mm-hmm. And as everybody knows, right. the reason why you don't have the power of the Word of God and faith, it's right. not a resolution. <laughs> it is faith in the Word of God. Amen. Now, see, here, here you, and you come to this. Uh, <laughs> I remember... Oh Lord, what was that? What was that guy's? Um, he was a he was a big time comedian back there years ago, and he said to Pat Boone, he said, "You, you don't drink at all." He said, "No, no alcohol." At all. Pat, really, you don't drink at all? He said, "No." Man, he said, "I'd hate to get up in the morning and think this is the best I'm gonna feel all day." <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's 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 the way the whole world right, yeah. is going. Yeah. But when it comes Christmas time, when it comes Thanksgiving time, yeah. I don't go in there and eat a whole pile full of pie and cake and all that. I've been delivered from that. And I, I enjoy what I eat all the time. Right. But I don't break training. Right. right. Now, I'm, um, I'll probably eat more of it than I right. usually do, right. but, but I, don't, I don't jump the rails. Well, your faith is not a resolution, it's a declaration. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. You've declared this thing. Yes. And I, I'm in great joy. Now, if I'm still under the bondage, I just don't get to eat anything anymore. It's not doing you any good. You have notion if you stay off of sugar three days, four days, and then you go eat something that's really sweet and it tastes good, the next, you get, well, watch it. It isn't, it's just a couple of hours. Your body going, what did you just do? You feel, <laughs> even though you might enjoy it when you eat it, but then, the effects of it begins to take over, and it's killing brain cells. That's what it's doing. It does, yeah. yeah. I uh, Jesse back, um, oh, like I, uh, we talked about it earlier in the week. I think I mentioned it. I, I fasted the month of January. I didn't go without food the whole month, but right. I, I was on mm-hmm. a twelve-day fast mm-hmm. and then limited the rest of the sure. month. And the Lord said to me then, He said. This is going to change your tastes. Mm-hmm. Now, he said, I don't want you to go back and reacquire tastes mm. for things right. that I've delivered you from on this, in this time of fasting. Mm-hmm. He said, if the sweet, he used an orange, for example, mm-hmm. and now a good ripe apple would be the same way, mm-hmm. but especially an orange. He said, if an orange is the sweetest thing you ever eat, it's very satisfying. Right. But if you eat a piece of candy and go eat the orange, the orange is sour. Right. 
Now he said, don't, don't redevelop the taste for that sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and so, um, you know, and I've, I've stayed with that over the years and, and your whole physical body, but you can't do it without the word. You, you'll, right. Because the word is the only thing that'll Amen. renew your mind, control your flesh. Right. But this is the way on a new year's resolution, you find the scripture that covers what needs to be changed. That's right. And it, you're making a declaration of faith, which resolution means uh, a resolve. Right. This is true resolve. So you go to the scripture that changes, mm-hmm. I mean, that promises you right. what you are seeking to change. Well, you can't build anything without a foundation. No, no, no. And it's got to be a word foundation. That's, to do it. That's it has right. to be. That's exactly That's right. what you, you're saying exactly is right. what it, whatever you're going to start, whether it's food, whether it could be, it'd be anything. You've got to have a foundation. Go get the on. promise. Go get the promise. That's right. And that's the first thing any contractor does when you go to build a house. He's not talking about the two by fours and the two by sixes or the roof. He says, we got to do a foundation. Yeah. Because once that foundation is done right, that's going to be a straight And, and you know, Jesse, you and I both experienced this. <clears throat> you don't have any real hope to change this thing unless you've got some Bible hope. That's right. Now, the scripture says... All of the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. amen. So there's no such thing as a no That's right. to a promise-based prayer. That's correct. If you will pray that promise, that becomes the prayer of faith. Right. Why? Because you start the prayer with the answer. But they pray the problem instead of the promise. And that's no. (laughs) Well, God, don't God say no? No, not when you're praying what he says. No, if you stay on the word. But see, you don't know what the answer is if you haven't based it on the word. Got to have, you got to have this. And and so this is, this is your New Year's Day (laughs) uh, Bible lesson here. But this this is life now. This is, this is life in the faith lane, brother. They shouldn't start out New Year's Day on cruise control. No, 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 no. You got to cut that thing off and determine how fast you're going to go or how slow you're going to go. See, the whole thing about the scriptures, and it's all defined in this word of God. See, if you start off with thinking about, yes, well, I'll just give you an example. Years ago, the God said, present your petitions and supplication with thanksgiving. Yeah. So I was going to have my board meeting, you know. So I, I, I wrote out my thing and I was going to present it to my board. Well, I said, you know, I, this, was an, uh, this was Sunday night. I said, I, and my board is going to meet on Monday. I said, well, you know, maybe God ought to look at this. So I actually took it out and I said, Lord, now, this may sound dumb, but this is what I do. I said, Lord, what do you think about this petition and supplication for Jesse the Plants Ministry? And it got kind of quiet. He said, there's no faith in this. And I said, there's no faith in it. And he said something, and I, it changed. He said, you determine what you're going to do this year by last year's receipts. That won't work, That man. doesn't work at all. No, he, I've been caught at that. <laughs> <laughs> and God told me, you hmm. just put me on the unemployment line. Yeah, you did. And I realized something, so I tore it up. And I, I put the things that I wanted done, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that something that I could not do. Because you see, if you can do it, then might as well go ahead and do it. Do something. You, you got to put something down that you can't do because God works in the realm of impossibility. And I handed it to the board. And the first thing they went there, you could see them kind of eyes blinking a little bit. And you know, Brother Colburn, that was going to 
to finish that would have been by December 31st of that year. We actually finished everything that was impossible by the 1st of October. And I said, Lord, I got, what I'm going to do? He said, I'm more than enough. Grace got in there. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I oh, gave yeah. him an opportunity. Oh, Jesse, that's good. So yeah. don't start a new year where you are on a cruise control. You cut that thing off and you determine yourself by what the Word of God, it will be so strong that it will go into your seed. You know, even when David was dead years and years, his, God, God saw his own seed get in trouble and he said this, I remember my servant, David. God yes, remembers right. people that believe the word. Yes, and I'll not allow this to come upon his seed. Think about that. Jesse, I found this out, I'm glad, uh, real early. I, mm -hmm. In the first few years of, uh, of my ministry, the Lord told me to send Brother Hagin $50,000. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd seen $50,000 in the ministry because it was growing, but I never personally had $50,000. Right. And I, but I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I found out instead of complaining, if God tells you to do something you can't do, I, hey, jump at it because That's he's, right. he's going to do it for you. He's going to teach you, train you, That's stretch right. you, and pull you on up to another level. He's not expecting you to do it. He never told you to, he, I'm, I'm going to quote you and Bill Winston. Right. He never told you to pay for it. He told you to believe for it. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing. That's it. And, and because when he told you to do it and you said, sir, yes, sir, I'm a soldier. I'll do it. Yeah. That's what authorized you to do it. Right. And then when you, when you said you would do it, he empowered you to do yes, it. Yes, indeed. Jesse, I just started... Um, Get at the end of the day, whatever I had, I'd put it in a dish or a bowl or something, and, you know, and put it together, uh -huh. and then and put it in the bank, write a check, send it to Brother Hagen. It's all personally. It's coming out, you know. And and I, somebody hand me some money in a meeting, you know, or something, sure. and bless sure. me, I'd send it to Brother Hagen. Right. I wouldn't even count it. Right. I just I'd let somebody else count it. I just put it in a box or something, right. and hand it to them, you know. Right. And after a while, it had been, oh, it, I don't know, it had been, I don't know how long, man, it had been all that long, but I said, uh, I wonder how much I've sent up there. So I called, and uh, uh, you, you, uh, our, our good friend, Buddy Harrison, who's yes. gone home to be with the Lord, he, he was Brother Hagin's general manager in those days. I said, Buddy, would you check the records and see how much I've sent in there in the last however many done I was way over that $50,000. I said, what is this? How did that happen? That is not possible for that to happen. And it wasn't. You know what you were given? The fragments. You see, when, oh, it just struck, I did the same thing. The fragments. You, you say, well, I got to put, I said, well, I'll just put it in the box, y'all send it up there. You see, we don't realize that when God's told you to give something, you already got it. But it might be in fragment form. But you see, if you don't see the whole blanket, you think you don't have it. And when you add his supernatural, oh, Jesse, come on now. <laughs> yes. He ministers, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, mm -hmm. he's able to make all grace bound now, toward, toward you, you all, uh, all sufficient. All sufficient in all things, uh, to wow, every good work, work and so forth. He ministers bread, uh, seed to the sower, 
bread for your food. It is saying ministers to the hungry, right. bread for your food, and he multiplies the seed mm. sown. Now let's say I take a seed out of that apple and it turns into an apple tree. Mm-hmm. That's not, and all them apples are coming down off that tree. That's not multiplying the seed sown. That was in the seed. That was in, that's already was there. Now, when I put in a seed and he puts in two more, mm. oh, come on now. Oh. And, and we've seen it happen. We, we've seen it happen. We've seen money come into people's bank accounts. It's happened in the, in the church in the last 12 months. It happened in Bill Winston church. What's going sure. on here? And, and a good partner friend of mine, sure. man, he it, owned a big farm and they decided they're going to pay off the farm. They called to find out what the payoff was, and the bank couldn't find a note. <laughs> now, you know, what's happening is this supernatural increase, see? Yeah. You will never get there if you won't accept anything beyond what you can personally do. Let me have this apple again. See this, ladies and gentlemen? Now, I bite into this apple. I just, the Lord just spoke to you. I bite now, I like this. But there's something in the middle of this apple called seed. Now, now watch this. The apple, this is the harvest. The seed. You know, people say, well, how do I know what to sow? If you bite into the seed, you're not going to like it. It's bitter because you don't eat your seed. It's not you, made to eat. You eat it's your made harvest. To sow. That's right. <laughs> you yeah, eat your harvest. That's good, man. You don't eat that seed. That's why it's bitter to you because it wasn't designed for you. It was designed for God. It, that seed was put in here so you could make another harvest to someone. That's so good. Isn't that yes, good? Yes, anyway, it is. So this is your harvest. When you pick that apple up, I saw that. I thought, yeah, glory to God. This is all, eat all this you want. But when you go get down the way this little core is, that, that's the seed. This is what, that little core is what made this big thing. Now I see, now I see through what we were talking about, I've got, I've got one, I've got one apple seed. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, I want you to, I want you to plant three apple seeds. Yeah, but I ain't got but one. I can't do it, God. I don't have but one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shut up, flesh. <laughs> yes. Come on. You want me to plant three? Yeah. Okay, I got one. He gives seed to the sower. That's it. Well, you're either going to have to give me three seeds, which he can do. That's you fine. Sure. Or when I put that seed in that hole, he puts two more in there. That's supernatural Increase either way is powerful, but you'll never get there until you're ready to hear something you can't do. That's what the whole that's what the whole faith spectrum is about. It this just happened to me. You talking about this seed? I went eat at a good friend of mine in San Antonio, Texas. I very seldom ever go to people's homes to eat, but I did. I walked in. He got five kids. His kid, his the littlest one. He said, "Brother Jesse, I want to sow a seed." into Jesse's plans ministry. He hands me a check for $2,000. He's five years old. I thought to myself, this is the richest five years old sort of my life. And he said, and here's my change too. The next one came. Each one of the children gave me a 2000 This just happened to me. A $2,000 check, which turned out to be $10,000. And I looked at the parent and the parent told me, he said, I wanted my children to be sowers. And God said, I provide seed for the sower. So he provided that. He said, my children are giving this to you. But his littlest one said, not only am I giving you what my dad gave you, but I'm giving you my chain. I tell five of you, <laughs> and I thought to myself, what a wonderful lesson to teach your children. 
that, that scripture in 2 Corinthians 9 that he gives seed to the sower. But you know, my daddy did that when I was a little boy. He'd give me money uh-huh. to put in, but he never taught me about it. Yeah. He just gave me something to put in the offering. But this brother taught his children. But he taught them. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Now, they're going to grow up with that in their spirit. They're never going to have a trouble with giving. They're always going to have a fat apple. They're going to have a harvest. Yeah. See, they'll never get down to it. Should we eat the seed because that's all we got? Now, this reminds me of the scriptures to raise up a child and the way he goes and, and gets holy won't turn from it. Mm-hmm. Go back and read the rest of that. That was talking about money and it was teaching children not to go in debt. Didn't you tell your children, I heard you in one of your sermons many, many years ago that you said uh, they wanted a bicycle or something. Yeah. Said, Put your faith on it. Yeah. You see, you were putting a faith seed in them. Look, the bicycle's not the problem, but you're going to have to believe for this. You know, I had to tell my own television department, excuse me, guy, I know we got a bunch of them. They said, boy, we want this. You know, television, it don't spend a dollar. Everything's in They wrote a book on expensive, <laughs> brother. Everything's <laughs> expensive. And I told them, I said, you know, I don't mind. That's not the issue, but I need all of you that work for me to believe God with me. You want this piece of equipment? I mean, just just, just the thing holding the camera up is forty thousand dollars. Just just the frame to hold the camera. They ain't counting the lens. They ain't counting all the camera itself and all the. I said we'll get the best money can buy. That's not the issue, but I need somebody believing with me. See, yeah. we're a corporate family. Yeah. In other words, yeah. and I'm gonna say something. Some of y'all may not agree with. If you're having trouble, we are connected together in faith. I've preached you many years. And if trouble's coming against you, then it's my job, since I'm connected with you, to stand with you, pray with you, no matter it's what. It's supposed to be like it's that. It's got to be like mm-hmm. that. It's a, it has to. That's where strength comes from. That's why Jesus said, I want these 12 disciples. Judas couldn't handle that. He could not handle it, see. So he had, and, uh, uh, he had to go by the wayside. And Jesus didn't want that to happen, Brother Gordon. You know, he liked Judas. Anybody that takes care of your money, you must like and Judas took care of the Jesus and Nazareth Evangelistic Association in terms of, of stuff. It was so a treasure. When I hear an attack against Kenneth I get so angry. Now, I'm not talking about sin. I get angry. Why? Because you're dealing with someone that when you attack him, you attack me. Mm-hmm. I remember Gloria told me, told me when I first started preaching, she said, our, our partners are going to love you, but our enemies will probably hate you too. <laughs> yeah, you increase your enemies, right? <laughs> yeah. But what happens is we stand together as one. You say, uh-huh. uh huh. Uh. for People go to church with the wrong motive. Yes, sir. They're going to church to get something out of it. Right. Right. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What? What's wrong with that? You're not giving anything into it. That's if right. you and I'm not talking about money. Right. If you're not praying for that pastor, if, if you're not holding him or her up, if you're not holding their family up, if you're not if you're not ready, willing, and able when they have a work day, they praise God. I'm setting my stuff sure. aside. This is my church. I'm going in here and see what I can do. Yes, indeed. Well, I got to get through by three o'clock because Super Bowl starts at three <laughs> thirty. Yeah. Shut your nasty mouth. That football game come and go and who cares? That's right. But you're dealing with the eternal souls of human beings and you're a soldier in the army of the Lord. Now you may get in there and you're working and you're doing and and you're you're learning things, but now your pastor begins to preach stuff that's stirring you up. Yes, indeed. Now you may get in there and start doing that and, and the Lord say, uh, sweetheart, I never told you to join this church in the first place. Right. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go talk to your pastor. 
Mm. I want you to sit down with him or her, and I want you to tell him, now, uh, sir, I, I, I want you to understand what I'm talking about here because I, I love you dearly. And, and, but I, the, I, I, I've come into a place of intercession here lately, and I'm praying for you more. And I found out that I'm, I'm supposed to be in this other place over here, and and I need you to I need you to pray with me and help me now, Pastor. Don't you go becoming possessive. Hey, you ain't supposed to be over there. You want to take your tithe over? Shut your nasty mouth. I mean it. You're not acting like Jesus. That's not your church. It belongs to Jesus Christ. And it's not His tithe. That's no, God's. it isn't. It belongs to Jesus. That's, That's right. His money. That's right. Amen. We out of time. <laughs> we out of time. It's just but now, good. Really, really, I mean, you, you take these things. No, I knew I wasn't supposed to. No, no, no. That's not what I told you to do. And I'm, I got this from the Spirit of God. Amen. Ago. That's, not, that's not what the Lord's telling you to do. You're going to have to, right where you are, you start praying for that pastor. I don't care if you don't like nothing he says. It may be that you that's wrong instead of him. You start praying for him. You start praying for her. You start inter interceding for the, for the whole church family. Right. Most of the time, it's going to be you. If you spend as much time praying for somebody as you do criticizing them, things will get done. Well, then yet it'll change you. Change you. Anybody. We'll be back in a minute. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes.